0: Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for joining us. Let's talk today about what it takes to be a hero. You know, you look through history, and and really, you look through the Bible, and you see that there's a common theme. One of the common themes among the people who made it into the Bible, who qualified to be on the right side of history. I saw a meme the other day that said, uh, "People on the right side of history." um, surprised to find out they went to hell. There's, there's a, there's a, and then it quoted Satan and said, yeah, it's crazy, isn't it? But, but there's a, uh, this, this idea that, oh, I want to be on the right side of history. But really when it comes down to it, it's, it's God's history. So it's being on the right side of the things of God. And so you look through the Bible and it really becomes a, a, a history of people who chose to do things God's way in fi- in the face of, of what the world says being the opposite. And so you can look all through the Bible. You look at Moses who was born and then, uh, you know, his parents put him in a little basket and flowed them down the, the, the river. And then the, 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 queen or the, 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 the Pharaoh's daughter found him and raised him. But it says in Hebrews of him, it says he chose rather to suffer persecution and affliction. I got my son on my lap. If you can't tell, um, Persecution and affliction with the people of God than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a season. So here you had someone who was in a perfect place of power. Imagine being, you know, son to Bill Gates or son to Warren Buffett or son to you know some sheik over in uh, Middle East who's an oil tycoon. You know, and and so we have this uh, this decision that people make to instead of going after what the world prizes, to go after. Their relationship with the Lord to go after and be a person who says my relationship with God is 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 what matters the most to me. And then you see people like Noah who who the Bible says he was perfect in his generations. That means his bloodline wasn't corrupted by by the fallen angels. If you read uh, Genesis five and six, but he found grace in the sight of God. And so God said, build this ark. He told him how big to build it. It took him it took him a long time. I think it was like a hundred and something years that it took him. To, to build this ark. And, and the people would have thought, man, you're crazy. What are you doing? And there he was building, building. It called him The Bible calls him in, in, in the New Testament, the preacher of righteousness. And so you have these people who, even though the world made fun of them, they'd made a decision to, to, to follow what God's word said. And, you know, that's really still it today. You think of Saul and David. And the reason Saul was rejected as king, God anointed him as king. But the reason Saul re- God rejected Saul as king was because he feared man more than he feared God. God said go and wipe those people out, wipe out everything that has to do with those people and he brought back he brought back the sheep because the people wanted to make the people wanted to make a sacrifice to the, to, to the Lord. And so he, he, instead of obeying God, listened to the voice of the people. I think of pastors who closed their churches. You know, some denominations close their churches, and that's going to be on the head of the denomination. But pastors who willfully closed their churches because of this virus, where God said, don't forsake the gathering together, not the Zoom meeting together. He said, lay hands on the sick. He said, you know, take communion. This do as often as you meet. And so there's things where all throughout history, you know, Americans have almost been lulled to sleep all throughout history. Christians were persecuted. I, I follow a hashtag called persecuted church and on Instagram. And there was, I saw one th- something today that said in this province of China, they've been uh, uh, issuing cease and desist orders for house churches where I guarantee you those churches will still meet. Why? Because we obey the Bible. Even if the government tells us we can't meet, we obey the Bible. And so you, you, you see people who stood up for the things of God rather than the things of man, and so you see, you see, you see people who d- like uh, uh, even the three Hebrew children, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego is one of my favorite, where they were commanded to bow down and worship the golden statue, and 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 if they didn't, when the music played, they'd be thrown in a fiery furnace, and they didn't bow down and they didn't worship the golden statue, and what is said of them? You know, they. I, I love when they stood before Nebuchadnezzar because he went into a total rage, and he said, um, <coughs> "Bless you, my son." He went in, into a. T- he went into a rage. It said his face became distorted. But he, they said this. They they answered him, "Oh Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you. If we're thrown into the blazing furnace, we are th- uh, the God who we serve is able to save us. He will rescue us from your power, your Majesty. But even if he doesn't, we want to make it clear to you, your Majesty, that we will never serve your gods or worship the golden statue you've set up." Man, I love that. That's Christianity. You I. Just so we're clear here. I believe God's gonna save me from this fire, but even if He doesn't, we'd rather die in that fire than worship your golden image. You You don't bow down to the things of the day. What does the Bible say? That's where you get clear. This is what I stand for. I'm choosing to speak out. People get weird about Christianity. Oh yeah, I'm a Christian now. Oh, do you follow? it's like it's like Trump supporters like, uh, yeah, I support Trump, but don't tell you know people and 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 that's fine. You can be a hidden Trump supporter. But don't be, first of all, don't be more vocal about your support for Trump than, than your, your relationship with the Lord. But you can't be a hidden Christian. Oh, yeah, you know, I don't really talk about it. It's too personal to me. No, it goes against our religion to, to, to not talk about our religion. And so you decide, I'm going to be a person who stands up for the things of God. You see it over in Daniel chapter 6, Daniel in the lion's den. How you, you, you see the attitude that he has in his heart where, where the people were jealous of him. And so they decided we're going to make it. We're going to find a decree that even says they, they, the only way we can trip up Daniel is to do something about his religion, rules regarding his religion. So they, they got the, the king to the decree for 30 days. No one can, can pray to anyone but the king. And so it says the moment he heard the decree, he went home and he prayed. That's the attitude. Listen, if you tell me I can't do this, I'm going to do it anyway. Why? The Bible tells me I have to. So the moment your government... The moment your leadership begins to tell you, I, do something that opposes the word of God, you don't obey. The Bible also says, oh, children, obey your parents in the Lord. But if, you're, if your parents are telling you, you're 14 years old, your parents are telling you, hey, you have to drink this alcohol. I'm making you experiment. No, the Lord told me not to. You draw the line. You obey your parents up into the point. And I know this could be, you know, first of all, most of our listeners are probably not 12 years old, but you, you, you can get yourself in trouble talking like this. It, if it's a clearly defined thing, don't sleep with someone before you're married and, you're par- and you have a parent who's godless. Hey, I want you to watch this. The parents, There's parents who force their kids to watch pornography. No, that, this disobeys God. I refuse to do it. I don't care what you do to me. You take my home, you, 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 you take my video games away, you punish me, I'm going to obey God. But people have this attitude like God only takes away their fun. Oh, You know, when my relationship with God, you know, I broke up with my girlfriend and this has happened and God's requiring all these things of me. Yes, God requires things of you, but it's so that he can give you his life. There's things that pull you away from God. Sin pulls you away from God. And so it's really the, the the same. We may not be in this country at this point. We may not be facing ridicule, you know, but if you choose to stand up for everything you believe in, where if someone speaks against it, you speak up against them, he, you will face ridicule. You know, someone, you go to you, anyone who's in a secular college and, the, and they just assume evolution is right. You say, no, I believe in creation. I believe God spoke and it formed the world. People are ridiculed for that. I don't care if I'm ridiculed. This is what I believe. This is what I stand up for. But it's really like Abraham is a picture of salvation. Abraham, God called him and said, come out from amongst your father's land. And so here there's people who are listening to this, who you're the first person who's born again in your family. And so you choose. I'm coming out from what my parents have done, the way my parents have lived. I'm not going to live that way. I'm not living for my career. I'm living for the kingdom of God. My career is funneled through the lens of Jesus Christ. I'm living for the kingdom of God. And so you choose to come out from, from your father's land, from your father's gods, right? And you choose to serve God. And it says, and he went not knowing where he was going, but, but God was leading him into a promised land. And so it is. I don't know exactly how I'm going to get there, but I've just chosen. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. There's that attitude that God puts on the inside of people. I don't care what it costs me. You know, there's a scripture in, in 1 Peter uh, chapter one, uh, 2, verse 11. And it says here, dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very souls. Be careful to live properly among your unbelieving neighbors. Then even if they accuse you of doing wrong, they will see your honorable behavior and they will give honor to God when he judges the world. You see, the, the mindset of a Christian is one that I'm not living for today. I'm not here doing this because i have my inheritance here on the earth i'm living for the kingdom of god i'm choosing to set up my life that i will receive what i, I will receive the reward on the other side of this life i'm not i'm not living for my retirement i'm not living to to you know you squeeze out everything i can for 80 years and have as much experiences life doesn't end when you die at 80 or 90 or 100 life never ends you live forever. So you, you take a perspective of I'm, I'm living as a temporary resident on this earth. This world is not my home. Heaven is my home. I'm, I'm sojourning in this land and you set up your life. I'm not going to be caught among people. And that's why the Lord will begin to pull on your heart to get rid of things. Hey, there's people you hang out with that every time you hang out with them, you end up doing things that go against the Bible, or at least there's strong temptation to do it. You shouldn't even put yourself in that situation. Hey, we're going to go out, you know, we're just going to hang out just us and the boys. You you distance yourself. People you hang out with that just filthy mouth and cuss and, and you leave feeling grieved in your spirit or just like more secular people you hang out with that when you hang out with them the music you listen to changes and not and not well not good you you dis. god will begin to cho- tell you to distance yourself to come out from among them why because i'm not living just to get my enjoyment on this earth i'm not here just to take it easy i'm living for the next life this is what it is to be a hero people you you think of esther in Haman's, Haman's plot to kill all the Jews and Mordecai, and, and Mordecai there is honored and she ends up, she's, she risked her neck for, for God's people. So God God has a plan for your life, but it's going to take a decision that I'm not living for this world and the standard of the world is not even close to my standard. The standard of the world is so far removed. I'm living to glorify God, to worship God, to uplift God. I'm living because I love Jesus Christ, that if someone told you you can't preach the gospel, you'd go preach the gospel today. If they said, hey, no one-on-one, you know, whatever it is. This is just the beginning, and I believe we'll begin to see this. You see this wickedness aimed at the church. You see I mean, I saw a thing today that that there was a statue in Tennessee, a statue of Mary that was beheaded in Tennessee, another statue of Mary in Boston that was burned. I'm not Catholic, and so for me, it's not, you know, I don't look at her as deity, but but you, it's an attack on the church, and it's just the beginning. Mark my words. You know, now they're saying, you hear quotes of evil, the, the most dangerous terrorist in this country is the white male, right? Right but it's turning now and it's going to against be against the church. The, 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 the person in Starbucks, the, the CEO of Starbucks, if, if you support traditional marriage, marriage between a man and a woman, we don't want your business. I mean, he's come out and said that he's basically said, if you're, if you support, it's an attack on things that, that, that are the law of God. And so if, if he says, I don't want, he doesn't want my business, then I'm not giving him any of my business. Why? I'm, I'm, I'm showing by my lifestyle that I live according to my doctrine. I don't change my doctrine to match my lifestyle. I change my lifestyle to match the Bible. And so you decide, I'm, I'm going to stand up for God. I'm a sojourner in this land. I, if, if there was still room in the hall of faith in Hebrews 11, I want to make it. I'm choosing to serve and honor God and not care what people think. Daniel in the lion's den, uh, Saul and David, David was a heart man after God's own heart. Stood up for the things of God. How, you know the difference between Saul and David. Well, you know if if you know help me save face for the in front of the people. And then David, how could I have sinned against God? You see people who had the heart after God. Moses, Abraham, Noah. You see these people, and even going into the New Testament, people willing to be persecuted, put to death people who 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 had their heads chopped off Hebrews 11 talks about them the Hall of Faith these didn't receive the promise they they were sawn in half these ones these are the people who the Bible even says they're the people who the world wasn't worthy of my home isn't in heaven excuse me, my home isn't on earth. My home is in heaven. I'm looking for a city that has foundations whose builder and maker is God. You know, when you make a decision, it's called consecration. I'm going to consecrate my life to the Lord. Lord, put a love for things you love and a hatred for things that you hate and just a, a fire on the inside to serve the living God. And if you, you may be in a place where you say, you know what? I've let my Christianity grow lax. I've, I've, I've backslidden. I'm not where I was. Then you pray and ask God to forgive you. And from your heart, cry out to God, God, I want to serve you with my whole heart. You don't let your Christianity be passionless you You let it be passionate. Ah, if I, if I'm anything on earth, I am a Christian. I love God. I follow and obey the Bible. I'm a Christian and, I'll, and I want everyone to know it. You, you, there's a time coming in our nation where you will have to be that type of Christian, where the wheat is being separated from the, from the tares. And so you make a decision. I'm not going to let my life be camouflaged and, and hide out my Christian life. I'm going to serve the living God. God bless you. I love you. We'll see you on the next podcast.